Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Before we dive into the, this episode, all about fear, which, I mean, I think we all need that, right? We all have fear. Anyways, before I dive in, I have a couple announcements for you guys. Number one, I am so excited to announce the Become Magnetic Mastermind. So if you don't follow me on Instagram or you haven't heard about this yet, I wanted to share some details of what it's all about and who it is for. Many of you guys know I started my entrepreneurship journey sitting in an office of a clinic at a hospital, daydreaming of the job, the day of the job, also the job of the day though, that I would be able to create my own schedule, set my own salary essentially, and have a little bit more freedom. I always had this knowing that I wasn't meant for the VA. And I wasn't meant to stay in a clinical setting forever. As much as I love serving those patients and as much as I felt that I was making a difference, it didn't feel like the place I was meant to be, right? And and so I had no idea where to start, you guys. And had it not been for a network marketing company, I would have never have been able to do my own business and be in the place that I am today. So number one, I'm grateful for having joined that network marketing company, but I know there are women out there who know their call to serve in a bigger way, know that they want to have their own business, and they aren't sure that they want to go down the, the avenue of a network marketing company, or maybe they have a company that's just not allowing them to move out of that nine to five space. And so I created Become the Become Magnetic Mastermind for a select group of women who are ready to up-level their business, who maybe have the infrastructure that, you know, they kind of have an idea what they want to do, but they just aren't sure how to make it really profitable, get them out of that nine to five job, attract the right clients, into their business. So I remember attracting clients over and over and over again who weren't ready to commit, right? I used to do a lot of health and fitness coaching and I would get people over and over again who are only half in. So I want to teach the people who are going through this mastermind, how do you attract the right people into your business? How do you attract people who are ready to commit, ready to invest? How do you create sales through sharing? How do you create more value for your audience? How do you build your audience, grow, get in front of more eyes? I know this is a big struggle for a lot of women is creating more visibility in their business, creating more 
connections and getting that message spread. So I want to teach you guys what I've learned in the past six months, the past year that has really gotten me to the next level where I no longer need to work a nine to five, where I am replacing my full-time income. And that's just the beginning, right? Uh, within six months of starting this, this coaching and all my own business, replacing my full-time income is really, really something incredible for me. But I know I wouldn't have done it without being in alignment and using the tools that I'm going to share in this mastermind. So long way, <laughs> I got excited. That was long-winded. Um, so that being said, if this is something that's calling to you, if you're feeling drawn to this, if you drop in and your heart is like, yes, I need something like this. I need to do this. This feels like where I'm meant to be. Then send me a message. I dropped my Instagram handle in the show notes. I'm also going to drop the the landing page for the mastermind where it has all the details, what each call will entail. There's eight calls total. You get a bonus one-on-one call with me. If you enroll before Tuesday the 7th, I'm adding an additional bonus call on. So you have two one-on-one calls with me and incredible value. And there's also a ton of other things I'm including in the mastermind, aside from the calls, aside from the content that are going to help you with the foundation for your business valued at, I mean, really quite like incredible what you're going to get with this mastermind. Anyways, click there, get all the details. You can also apply for the mastermind there. Otherwise shoot me a DM. We can chat over on Instagram and I can answer any questions you have. All right. That was my big announcement guys. And you can tell I'm excited. I can't wait to take women to the next level and get them to a place in their business where they are doing it all on their own. So Again, if that's something that interests you, I hope you hop over the application and do so quickly because I've already got, you know, five or six applications that have come in over the past couple of days. So get your application in and let's chat. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this episode on fear, facing your fear, overcoming the fear, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. This was a really tough episode for me to record you guys, but I think it's one that we all need. So I'm trying it for the second time from my friend's condo with three puppies nearby that I'm puppy sitting right now. So if you hear some background noise, that is what is going on. But I want to talk to you guys about fear. And this is something that's almost a little elusive to talk about. I feel like I struggle verbalizing what I need to get out about this message because fear can be sneaky and we don't always see it showing up, right? We're not always sure how it shows up in our lives. And so what I want to talk to you guys about is how to recognize fear and how to shift fear into something productive. Because so many of us are paralyzed by fear and not everyone recognizes fear as fear. Sometimes it's hidden under other things that we don't really want to acknowledge. And so My first message for you today is if you're sitting there believing that you are the only one who experiences fear, know that it is the most human reaction to life, right? We have fear because we are programmed to stay safe and protect ourselves, right? Many of the fears that are programmed in us, though, are ones that came from so long ago that they they 
don't actually apply to the life we're living in today. Um, but know that if there's, you know, if there's something that you're looking to step into, I was just on a call with one of my clients the other day and she said, I just, I can't show up on my stories like you do. You're so confident and you're so poised when you say things. I don't even know how to show up in that way. And it, it kind of hit home for me because that's how I felt when I first started showing up, right? And speaking on my stories and doing live videos and doing this podcast. I was so terrified when I first started on this journey. And I don't think when you watch people who are in the space, right? Think about Tony Robbins or Gabrielle Bernstein, right? They look so fearless when they show up. But that's because they've shown up and let the fear lead over and over and over again, right? When I did my first live video, oh, okay. See, I, I, I knew there'd be some barking in the background. Um, when I did my first live video, I was terrified. My voice was shaking. My hands were sweating. I remember getting off that live video and being like, holy shit, that was the most terrifying thing I ever did, right? Now I do it all the time and it's not scary, but it's because I, I showed up for that fear. I faced that fear over and over and over and over again, right? So what are you afraid of right now that you are making up stories for, right? You're, you're allowing your stories that you're caught up into hold you back. I'm not worthy of showing up. I'm just not as good as I am not a speaker. What stories are you you have about yourself that are fear-based and that's where fear shows up it's not always blatantly obvious right we always think of a fear as like the fear of dying in a plane crash the fear of public speaking the fear of not having enough money to pay their rent like those are more obvious fears but sometimes fear can be tricky sometimes it shows up as judgment right I remember a couple of months ago I was, I was in this big growth spurt and I remember watching one of my absolute favorite female entrepreneurs on Instagram and I got this like achy judgment feeling of she shows up and she's just so almost like cocky and really what she was is confident, right? But I thought she was cocky because she was, she was taking pride in her accomplishments, right? And so I had this fear story that I couldn't be seen. I should stay humble. I shouldn't share my successes. And her seeing her successes triggered resentment in me. It triggered judgment in me because I was afraid that if I would do the same thing, I would be rejected, right? Instead of thinking, wow, sharing my story could inspire other women, I was afraid that I would be rejected by sharing it. And so I never shared it, right? So watch those little judgments, those fears that show up. Because oftentimes that judgment is rooted in some of our stories and our programming based in fear. Maybe it's that that fear is showing up in this belief that you won't be taken care of, right? And you're not recognizing it as fear. You just believe that you have to hustle and grind and that there's always going to be scarcity instead of opening up to the possibility that you are always taken care of. Maybe it's that you allow a hundred different stories to play out in your mind that are based in fear, right? So 
if I start this business, then I could be rejected by my family. Then I could, I could fail. Then I could blah, 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 blah. like a thousand different stories play out before you even think of a possibility of love, right? If I start this business, I could create massive impact. I could live the life of my dreams, right? And so, so often we're focusing on the hundred different fear-based stories instead of focusing on the one of love because of our programming. So where are the stories playing from, right? It's recognizing where the fear is showing up and what that's really stemming from. And this goes back to our core wounds, our core beliefs, the things I work with my clients on uncovering, because until you uncover where the fear is actually coming from, we can't shift that story, right? And so people, there's like a handful of basic fears that every human has. And one is rejection, right? Because if we were rejected when we were living in the wilderness back in the stone ages, then we, we had the, we ran the risk of dying because if we weren't in the clan, whatever you call it, then we were not protected. So we could die. Maybe it's the fear of scarcity, right? Scarcity is a huge fear because if you didn't have enough food, didn't have enough water, you were going to die. So money scarcity comes up often because of the other scarcities that come along with that. The scarcity of not having food and water relates back to the fear of not having enough money. So if you were, that was another protection thing. So those are big fears that come up for people. There's other ones that those are the, just the ones that are popping into my head. But then when a judgment or a resentment or that feeling of the pit of our stomach of fear comes up, we can root it back to, okay, I know where this is coming from. And I also know that I will always be taken care of that the universe opens up and creates creative possibilities to take care of me when I allow it, right? When we, we look at all of the research out there that tells us that every single possibility we desire is laid out in front of us, every single possibility is laid out in front of us, even the ones we desire and the ones we don't desire. But we choose which one we call in. So recognizing our fear stories is so important so that we can shift into the, the vibration of love, the energy of love, and actually call in the stories that we want to play out, right? When I was living in fear and lack, I continued to call in fear and lack, fear and lack, fear and lack, scarcity, 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 because that's the energy I was sitting in. And I tell you, when I, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Up until I would say December, I was living in fear and scarcity and I committed. I was like, you know what? I am done feeling this way. I'm done living this way and I'm ready to step 100% in, commit to my business. And I put that $11,000, $12,000 down on a coach and, I, and it was the most peace I had ever felt despite the amount of money I spent, right? Because it was in this alignment and I had finally said, I see you fear and in my gut, in my core, I know this is the right choice I need to make for my business. And I know the universe will always take care of me when I'm open to it and I, I allow it. And so I shifted that story of lack and fear and lack and fear. And I finally listened to the voice of love. What, was, what my core was telling me, what my truth was telling me was the right decision. And those fears faded away, right? And so sometimes it's seeing the fear, recognizing the fear and saying, not today. So many people fail 
to follow their dreams, to step into their truth, to speak what they're meant to, they're called here to speak up on about because they're, because of fear, because of fear of rejection, because of fear of what people will say, because of our own fears that we allow to play out in our minds. And Tony Robbins says something really great about fear. Either use fear or it uses you, right? And he says that most people don't play out their dreams or they don't get to the successes they want because they let fear use them. And so what I want you to say, if there's things you're afraid to do right now, if there's things that you're afraid to step into fully right now, envision yourself at 80, not having done what you wanted to, right? So one of my big dreams is being a digital nomad for a few months and, and just traveling and not having anything like any roots anywhere and just doing the damn thing, right? Which I need to be full time in my business to do. I can't do that not having a business that's remote. And so that has been one of my big things the past year is fully stepping into my business, which I can't do if I'm living in fear and lack, right? If I'm afraid to do something all on my own. And, but when I think about living at 80 and thinking back on my life, these are the things I really want to experience. These are the things I really want to accomplish. And I have to face fear head on because I know that if I don't do the things that I want to in life, I will be so disappointed and so sad. And, and the number one thing people say when they get to their end of their lives is what did you regret most about, you know, what would you have done differently? And all of them say they regret not having done something, right? Not just doing the damn thing. We live crippled in the fear of money, of time, of what people are going to think about us. We live under this fear. And by doing so, we're handicapped to never live out what we really want to. And so when you sit in that vision of what you are when you're 80, what are you going to regret not having done, not having said, not having gone after something? Maybe it's a relationship that you're really afraid to tell someone you absolutely totally dig them. Maybe it's a job that you want to quit, but you're so afraid of losing that security. What are you going to regret at 80 not having done? And the, the thing that happens is that if you don't have a big enough why, that fear is going to rule you. And so sit down and say, what is my why? What do I really want to feel? What do I want to accomplish? And what am I willing to face that fear head on every single day? What is a big enough why that's going to pull me towards that and, and allow me to say, I see you fear, but I am dedicated to this. I am committed to this outcome. I know I will be taken care of. What why is big enough? And if you do not have a big enough why, those fears are going to show up and you're going to be like, you're right. Okay, I'm scared. Nope, just kidding. Not doing this, right? If you don't have that why that is pulling you forward, that you're saying, I am hell-bent on accomplishing this. I am hell-bent on this outcome, no matter what comes up. If you're not, if you're not living in that energy, when shit shows up, when people start to comment and say things, when money gets a little bit tight, when something happens that you didn't expect, you're going to say, oh, you know what, you're right, universe. 
I didn't want this. But the universe is always going to test you on your desires. It's always going to say, do you really want this? Do you want this so bad that you are committed, that you are willing to wait when things get a little tough, that you're willing to do the deep inner work to move forward? And if you're not committed and if you don't have that big enough why, there is always going to be resistance to your vision. There's always going to be things that show up and try to stop you. And when you have the why that is itty bitty and not pulling you forward, (laughs) Sage is barking again, distractions. You're going to crumble to that fear. And you're going to allow that fear to sneak in and fill you up. And you're not going to recognize when it's really this this fear showing up. You're going to blame it on circumstances. You're going to say, well, this is someone else's fault. I just don't have the resources. This isn't my fault. I, I am only making $10 an hour and I can't invest in my, you know, whatever the fear is, like every time it comes up, you're going to push it on someone else or some external thing when always it's an, always an internal struggle, right? Where am I feeling scarcity and so scarcity keeps showing up? When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Wayne Dyer tells us this. He says, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. So what do I need to shift? What do I need to shift in my fear story to show up in a energy of love? What am, I, what am I choosing to see over and over again? What story am I telling myself over and over again? So that's what I continue to see, right? Am I telling myself that I live in scarcity and I'm poor and you're using this language so that's what you're choosing to see and that's what's showing up, right? I'm choosing to see that things are hard. So I only see the hard things. What do you need to start to change the way you're looking at things so that there is an alternative creative possibility that can show up? I was speaking with my friend a couple of days ago and she's in a job she absolutely hates working on her business that she wants to just blow up and explode, but it's not happening quite quite at the rate she wants it to. But she's clinging to this full-time job because it gives her benefits, it gives her you know, it helps her support her and her son. And there's all these other stories that she has that she needs this, this nine to five, right? And when we looked at it, it was really coming from a pace of fear. And there was a lot of deep other roots in that. But the, the thing is, it was coming from a place of fear and not being open to a creative solution for this, right? Because there's always, there's always a solution. There's always an alternative. There's always a way to make things happen. But most of the time, we're focused on fear. So we're only focused on the outcomes we see in front of us, right? We're not open to the possibility that there might be something out there that could be a creative solution for a situation. So for her, she had to take a step back and say, what is a creative solution, right? And there's a ton. She could work maybe part-time bartending. I mean, if maybe that's not like the dream job for everyone, but it would be a high-paying shorter hours job that then she could work less and make more money, right? Or maybe it's that there is another company out there willing to pay her more 
willing for her to work less so that she can focus her energy towards something she loves. Or maybe that's just energetically less draining so that when she does come home, she's not totally wiped out and she can work on her business, right? So what are the creative possibilities that you are not being open to right now? I, when I moved to Denver, I was working 20 hours a week for an entrepreneur out here. And after a couple of weeks, I recognized that I was not providing value for one of his businesses that I was working 10 hours on a week and that it would be better for both of us if I, I stepped back. But I was so afraid to lose that money, right? My business wasn't still quite paying me what my full-time job was. I was still living in this fear state that like I needed the money to be coming from this consistent source, this nine to five-ish job. And so I had this like mindset and, and when I really dropped in, my body was, my full body was saying like, let this go. There is a solution, right? That was what my body, but my head was wrapped up. And that's a lot of times how we can tell the difference between fear and guidance. There's usually fear around what we're supposed to be doing, right? There's always fear when we're, we're on the path. But it's a, there's a knowing too. It's what we're supposed to be. So, so the day I told him, I think it's better if we just release this, this, these ten hours. I don't need. I'm not providing the value. This isn't taking off the way you expected it. And when I released that, even though I was so terrified to lose those ten hours a week, I had this knowing that I would be taken care of. When I invested, you know, five figures into my business coach even though I didn't have the money in my bank account, I didn't have all of it sitting there. I had this deep knowing that it would be worth the investment and that this is what I was meant to do to get to the next level. And so despite the fear, there is a knowing, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just went off on another rant, but where can you see, I guess that's, that's where I'm getting, where can you see the creative possibilities of a different outcome and where is that fear really trying to guide you, right? If you drop, if you stop the, the, the mind chatter, if you get out of your head and you just drop into your body and really feel what it's trying to tell you, would you be making a different choice than the ones you've been making over and over again, right? Would you say yes to opportunities that you've been saying no to? Because your head is saying, it's not possible, I can't do that, I'm not qualified, I don't have the resources. Or would you drop into your gut and say, ooh, this feels so aligned. And I know the universe will provide me the resources that I need, that will, it will provide me with the confidence I need to make this happen. So where can you let your fear lead you? Where can you let the fear guide you instead of having it be, having you be crippled with this fear? Okay. That's all I have for you guys on fear. If you love this episode, if it helped you with some of the fears you're experiencing, would love for you to share it with your friends, your family, someone who you know Sage is whining again. <laughs> Someone you know who in your life who is living in fear and who needs to let love guide. Please share it with them. Please share it on your story if it's something you loved or drop a review. Um, you guys, this is how I spread this message. 
you are how I spread this message. So without you, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to touch some of the people and, and connect with some of the people who have started to listen to the show. So thanks again for all your support. I love you and sending you all the good energy and can't wait to hear where you faced your fears and stepped into the energy of love.